Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Everything is Black and White podcast. There's only one story in town and that's the potential sale of Newcastle United. In this special episode, our Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder and Chris Watt discuss the latest Newcastle United's potential takeover. This is the Everything is Black and White podcast brought to you in association with Etoro. Hello and welcome to a special Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Chris Woff, joined by uh, Chief Football Writer Lee Ryder. We're on our way across to see Newcastle play at Goodison Park at the moment, accompanied by Ian Buist, our photographer. But this is to do with what everyone is talking about on Tyneside at the moment. Takeover talk is back. It is the dominant, uh, dominant thing on the agenda at the moment, just as it was this time last year. And this all started, let's go back to the start, it all started on Monday when Mike Ashley, having appeared in front of the Common Select Committee to talk about the High Street, having then conducted a 10-11 minute interview with Sky News along those lanes, was asked a couple of questions seemingly off the cuff, uh, didn't seem that he knew they were going to be asked about where Newcastle United, any takeover, any sale stood, and he gave an interesting response, didn't he? Well he did, um, quite... You know where that where it all it all comes from. You know is is, is another matter. But then the day the, the main thing with Mike Ashley is he's very unpredictable. You know one minute he's taking the players out for pizza not that long ago, telling them that the club's probably not going to be sold this season. The next minute you know without telling anybody anybody at the club, um, telling his own manager, he's on Sky News saying that they're in talks and he hopes that the deal is done before Christmas. So it's very erratic. The whole th- situation. Um, let's try and put it into some sort of common sense. Uh, are Newcastle United in talks to sell? Yes, they are. Have they had bids to sell the club? Uh, yes, they have. Are they in the region of three hundred million pound? Yes, they are. And that's pretty much where it is. It's now up to the interested parties to to come up with exactly the right structure that Mike Ash is looking for. Uh, we believe that the Peter Kenyon consortium are now looking through the data room. Uh, is he leading the way? Not necessarily, because there's you know two or three others in there who seem to be interested, uh, and that's the information that is is coming from within the four walls, St James Park. It's been met by a lot of you know sceptical remarks on Twitter, but you know that that's to be understood. You know what what happened with Amanda Staveley when she went public and she went. Uh, to the Times newspaper and done a big interview saying she was interested and then nothing really followed on so you know that's why fans are sceptical about it but you know from Rafa Davina's point of view he must just feel like putting his head firmly in his hands because this is all just going to delay his transfer funds and access to signings uh, in the January window I mean you say about the scepticism it's healthy that that is there we know that ever since the club was put up for sale officially in October 2017 and actually really for a few months before that fans have, have had this cynicism about does Ashley want to sell, is he realistic, is he realistic with his price but for me this one feels slightly different now I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen but no one at the club seems to be denying it, no one in and around the situation seems to be denying it do you feel it is different in that sense not that you necessarily think it's definitely going to happen but just it seems to have more substance maybe and is potentially as close as it's ever been well yeah because he's just he's came out and he's actually said it this time, last time he didn't say anything on the record what he did was uh, 
he got on with it privately in the background and then he came out and through another source effectively said that Amanda Stavely was time wasting um, he's not saying anyone's time wasting here but what remember what he said when he was asked if it was realistic he said not realistic possible so that could mean a lot of things but what it certainly does mean if he's trying to get it pushed through now is that most interested parties would have to take a month due diligence anyway to see if everything suits them uh, something Mike Ashley didn't do when he bought the club which co- you know effectively he said caused him lots of problems further down the line so is it close hard to say um, will it happen before the January window at the minute that's probably going to be touch and go and it's interesting that he did go public when we know for a fact we were told this by numerous people or certainly I was I assume you were as well that he wasn't happy that it seemed the takeover talks last year were happening in public and yet he is the one who's come out and said this he could easily even if it was off the cuff on Monday have said a more uh, inane statement something which didn't lead to all of the speculation that's come on now and uh, speaking of Rafa Benitez yesterday I felt sorry for him he's been put in this position again where there's nobody high up within the club Responding to this on the record, Mike Ashley's come out and made a statement on Monday that yes, albeit none of them expected, but yet again, Rafa Benitez is the one who has to come out and speak about it. He told us yesterday he only found out via, uh, when he was sent by someone close to him a video of what Mike Ashley said, and yet it is just proven to be another distraction at a time when Newcastle have seven games between now and January the second to play. Well, that's it. And like the football part, of this is really really important because this time last year we were sort of approaching Mike Ashley um, effectively not taking the club off the market but taking the taking Newcastle United's sale out of the conversation by effectively killing the the Stavely sort of rumours um, well the Stavely claims because she claimed she wanted to buy the club so it was more than a rumour uh, but now you know Rafa's scouts have been They've been out there, they've been out in Europe, they've been getting the shortlist ready. I think final checks on some players are, are going to be ran this weekend. And you just have to fear that if there's a £25 million deal on the table for someone like Almiron, for example, you can't see Mike Ashley you know, pushing the funds forward for that because he's going to say, well, it's not my club anymore, someone else is going to buy it. So it's so difficult because why would you why would a man in the business world write off 25 million pound if he knows he's going to go it's it's so complex and you know i mean one fan said to me this morning um that in his eyes it's it's a ploy this is what a lot of fans are thinking they think it's a ploy to try and soften the protest uh, that's going to take place the weekend and the same fan said uh well if that is the case then you know by the weekend it looks like it's working because there's already people now starting to say they're going to reverse so it's a very difficult situation fans will do whatever they please I think some people will take part in the boycott still regardless um, but sadly this is just a big mess once again at Newcastle United and you know we should be used to it because it happens so many times but you know, going in this big game against Everton tonight, it's uh, you know if they lose this one, it all almost feels like a crisis again. 
It's interesting that you mentioned the January transfer window because that was a question Benitez was always going to be asked about yesterday at his press conference. And when we were speaking to him from the point of view of the daily newspapers, uh, it was inter- he didn't say it as much, but he basically implied that for him, whether he gets his first choice target or his 15th choice target in a certain position, it wouldn't necessarily make too much of a difference because he hasn't been delivered the majority of his first choice targets so far. So he is very much treating it as he's still working with Steve Nixon, his head of recruitment. They have maybe 20 deep in each position. These are the targets. Armia on probably near the top of the attacker midfielder targets, but they have other loan options from Europe, other ones down there. And that is the frustration, isn't it? The, the whole time Benitez has been here, he hasn't really been able to get his first choice targets. And unless a takeover is facilitated within the next three or four weeks that looks highly unlikely for January now as well doesn't it well it does and the other thing you've got to look at is is that if 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 big if if there's a takeover then we're assuming that whoever comes in is going to plough the funds in Mike Ashley said he won't sell to anyone who's not going to take on the next level but somebody could quite easily tell him yeah we're going to take on the next level but then when the comes down the nitty gritty, they might say, well, actually, we haven't got that much to spend and we've got our own idea on who who we want to come in as manager. People, A lot of people have overlooked this. this when Staveley and PCP Capital Partners were one of the club, they were determined to keep Rafa Benitez on. Any sound-minded owner would keep Rafa Benitez on, but there's no guarantee that they will. Um the two or three parties might have somebody lined up for, for all we know we don't know so it just throws everything all uncertainty into the air uh, and it's just so bizarre that you go, you go from as I say Mike Ashley taking the players out for a pizza going down the dressing room celebrating a couple of good results and then all of a sudden just yanking the plug out on the situation it's, it just doesn't make sense but it's, uh, it's peak Mike Ashley and speaking of potential owners as we've said at the moment nothing has, has been agreed there's no exclusivity deal in, in place yet but Peter Kenyon reports first came out I think it was about two months ago now before the Leicester City game that he was interested but obviously he needed to get a consortium together seemingly in the last couple of weeks he's had a bit of a breakthrough Rockefeller uh, investment group have been mentioned as, as, as one of his potential backers but as we, as we understand it, there are three or four interested parties who are in reasonably uh, deep negotiations with Megashi. Can you just lay out the exact situation as to what you understand with all of those deals at the moment, please? Well, what we, you know, let's stick to the basics of, of what we do know. And, you know, we can't take things on too far at the minute, unfortunately. But what we know is there's, there's four bids on the table. We, we definitely know that Kenyan and we think it's a US consortium they're, they're involved uh, we, we, we definitely know that in terms of the other three very sketchy deals probably because a non-disclosure agreement has been signed and you know neither party will want to drop anyone in Mike Ashley was quite clever with what he said the other day he said a lot but he didn't give too much detail on, on who might be interested and the stuff on Kenyon has come from uh, people who may have been approached by that consortium to, to be involved and they've ended up you know leaking the information out another way we know there's interest in the Middle East uh, Saudi Arabia has been mentioned as well these are just in terms of destinations of where the money could be coming from um, and we've seen the, the strangest one is the Turkish link um, which you, you would be surprised if that was to be true but we, we never know um, and but what you know 
what we know is that there's nobody from the UK is interested in buying Newcastle United. It's not going to be another uh, British owner like it has been for the last 11 years. All this money's coming in from overseas if Mike Ashley decides to sell. Um, and it's going to be interesting to hear if he does sell what he's got to say because uh, you know you, there'll be nothing to stop him saying exactly what he wants uh, in the future sitting down with people and uh, there could be a lot of uh, controversial remarks within any potential interview and one US name who came out yesterday people close to him denied it was Arthur Blank the Atlanta United owner someone had put that to me a couple of weeks ago when I did a live Q&A saying is that where the Almiron interest comes from well no we understand that Almiron someone Newcastle have looked at for a long period of time and they're interested in but just finally before wrapping this podcast Benitez yesterday was asked about how distracting this can be obviously last year Newcastle's results downturn and form coincided with when the Amanda Staveley discussions or rumours were at their fiercest between October and November Newcastle went a nine game winless run they need to make sure that that doesn't happen again this year and Benitez yesterday when we asked him about it said for the English players it's slightly more difficult to switch off because they have friends they speak about it a lot but he said some of the overseas some of the foreign players probably don't even realise Mike Ashley's given the interview so how difficult do you think it is for the squad and for Benitez and everyone else to, to involve with the club to put to one side what is happening and try to focus on the day to day job given the fact that as we've said over the next few weeks they have some very important fixtures I think it can be it, it can be a slight distraction but I think really it's more what's going on in the background and the atmosphere um, and how it affects that. A lot most players will be quite selfish and they'll they'll switch off in situations like this. I certainly remember uh, the last time, well, one of the last times you guys went up for sale was um, in 2009, and I remember talking to Nicky Butt at the time, who was club captain, and. I was doing an interview with him down the training ground and Nicky Bud basically said, you know, we don't really take much pay much attention and they said what you'll always find is as footballers are, are selfish in that they're just interested in getting the job done, doing the training sessions and going out on the field on a on a weekend. So it can affect different players. I guess the local lads might be affected by it that little bit more, but overall the it can't be used as an excuse for bad results, but sometimes if you give footballers an excuse, they'll, they'll take it. That's that's the other uh, issue. But Rafa Benitez will be trying to get everyone to focus, um, and he couldn't have a tougher away game at night, could he? Yes, and that very tough away game is Newcastle at Everton, which kicks off at 7.45. All the coverage will be on Chronicle Live this evening, as will all updates on any potential takeover and any developments that happen in the next few weeks as Mike Ashley attempts to push through a sale before the turn of the year or going into January. And for all the latest information, make sure you keep up to date with Chronicle Live.